0: This is Caps This Morning with John Walton and Ben Raby on Caps Radio 24-7. It's the Capitals and the Kings tonight in Los Angeles. Spencer Carberry on progress made in San Jose even without a win. And Joe Beninati from Monumental Sports Network. Will join us. Good morning, everybody. Today is Wednesday, November 29th. Welcome to Caps This Morning here on Caps Radio 24 7. It's game two of a five game road trip tonight as the Capitals do battle with the Los Angeles Kings at Crypto.com Arena after a loss to open the journey at San Jose on Monday night. It has been a struggle to score goals all season for Washington, and with just one goal total in the last two games, the need to find more offensive touch is necessary. But Spencer Carberry yesterday at practice said his team got the better of the chances in Northern California Monday night, and it's something to build off of tonight here in L.A. The chances, I think, we had them at like around 23-11, something like that. So there's a lot of good things. That That's the um, big picture and, and the results. But inside of that, to make twenty-three, eleven happen, there was a lot of good things. From breakout standpoint, from uh, ozone possession, getting pucks up top, winning 50-50 situations, there was a lot of good things inside of our structure. And you would hope that you get rewarded in those games. And... Um, the result would reflect the process, but it, but it was one of those that it didn't last night. Today on the show, talking offense and power play, the road trip at large, and Devontae Smith-Pelly's appearance on the air here out west. My chat from practice yesterday with Joe Beninati. Well, Joe, here we are in Los Angeles. It is a long road trip and not the best of starts after losing one in San Jose. I really thought there were a lot of things in the Sharks game that were positive, but there still wasn't enough offense. And not getting any points against the Sharks, certainly a tough way to get it going here.
1: What is peculiar is that at the outset of the season, I would not have said that the Caps were going to have Grave difficulty scoring goals. Uh, I thought they were going to be a better finishing team that they've shown. They have not, through 17, 18 games, not shown any consistency at all in the finish. Uh, We've talked ad nauseum about the power play not converting. Yeah, there were chances. There were opportunities last night. There were things that you uh, could say that you could, quote, build upon. But time after time, I keep banging my head against the wall saying, why is this team struggling to score? And uh, I guess we could go through a variety of reasons why, but that trend continues, and that's the one that's most concerning to me, to be at the bottom or near the very bottom of goals per game. I never would have thought that this would have been um, the type of scenario that would surround the Caps, and now... Almost a quarter of the way into their season, they need to dramatically pull themselves out of that scenario to, to stay where they need to be in the Metro.
0: Let's drill down a little bit on the power play. It's now 0 for 30, and that's certainly not at all good, but... In the San Jose game, you know, there have been times where it's been zone entries, and Spencer's talked about that. They haven't won face-offs on a power play, and that's been an issue. But sometimes it's just been bad luck, and Ovechkin hits a post. There are a number of posts in that game, and you'd like to think that just if a bounce could go this team's way, that the floodgates would finally get to open up here.
1: Conventional wisdom tells you that that will happen, that the bad luck will turn, that it's cyclical, and all of a sudden they will get hot. I'm waiting and i'm worried but while i'm waiting but i'm waiting uh, i do see some things that i like in terms of puck movement in terms of generating shots towards the goal where they might have been reticent to shoot in the past holding on for that perfect seam pass just let it go right now you need a bounce let it go and it'll might bank in off of somebody who's screening let it go it might bank in off a defenseman you need a you need a break and I think all of the pressure that they put on themselves, because they do feel it. They know that they're having issues generating five-on-five chances. When the power play gets its opportunity, they need a two-for-three game along the way here. A three-for-five kind of game. And we used to depend upon those things. You can't depend upon them anymore. But one at a time, got to turn one light on some way, somehow. And I don't care how pretty it is. It could be the ugliest power play goal you've ever seen. But you better get one. A little bit of a different
0: paint job on the road trip now. It's obviously long in five games. Los Angeles is up next. But when you lose to the Sharks, not that there's any soft spot in the National Hockey League at all these days. Any team can beat you. But the 32nd-ranked team in the league was what you got up first, and you didn't win that, and you didn't get any points. So now, here in Los Angeles, this team's a wagon that we're going to see in this one, and you've got to be able to – Come up with that offense. You've got to be able to find a way to generate points on this trip. You're starting a back-to-back. So I feel like the trajectory changed a little bit because of what happened in Northern California.
1: I'm going to whisper this and say we're glad that it's not being played in D.C. because L.A. is 9-0-0 on the road. All regulation wins. They've lost 6 out of 10 at crypto. So perhaps there's that chance. Uh, I know what you're saying, though. That team has been very impressive. They put a lot of pressure on you. Defensively, they seem to be more buttoned up than I think we expected to see them near or at the top of the goals against average to this point in the season. Very, very good sign for an L.A. team that has put itself together through some interesting drafting, trades, acquisitions. You know, uh, Rob Blake's done a nice job putting this team uh, back into contention and and one of the better teams in the West and in the Pacific. The trip is going to be difficult. We knew it would be. This is a stretch now where I think the Caps got a little bit fat on 12 of the first 17 at home. And thank goodness they did play well and, and carry uh, the way they did through the first 12. I believe it was 10, uh, first 17, 10, 5, and 2. Uh, that's a good thing. Now you're going to be playing a lot of road games against some stiffer competition. You're going to be seeing more and more of the Metro division, not this week, but you're going to be seeing more and more of that group. So it's time for the team to continue to mend the fences that need to be, you know, you got to put together and put, whether it's patchwork or, or stitch work, whatever it is, it has to be done mend yourself, get yourself back into a winning way, and no better way than doing that by upsetting a team. They'll be the underdog against the Kings. There's no better way of doing that than by going in and, okay, we lost to San Jose, that's a bad one. Let's go in and take one that you didn't think you were going to get against Los Angeles. You want some positives to
0: talk about. The power play wasn't, but getting the defense healthy really has been, and getting Martin Feravari back in San Jose meant that for the first time this entire season, you finally had that ideal top six that you drew up prior to training camp. Joel Edmondson is finding his stride. Feravari gets back into rhythm here on this trip. So one of the strengths, hopefully, is that you do play in these close games that we've seen a whole lot of this year, and now you've got the defensive set to go with it.
1: Defensive set, two goalies playing well. I like what I see at the defensive The troubles with the Caps has been at the offensive end. I think we all know that now. But now that you've got the six, I think, that Spencer envisioned uh, when he first took the job, the six that he would have liked to line up defensively, let those guys get comfortable together. Find some pairings that work well. Uh, You've got some veteran people there now. And and Farivari to me just brings a different element of speed. There's a physicality to his game that I really, really like. And uh, at the defensive end, I don't have issues with the Caps. I really don't. Um, I think the goaltending has been good to very good at times. You know, you see them in different categories. I want to say Charlie leads the league in first period save percentage. Darcy leads the league in third period save percentage. The goals against average on a whole has been top 10 for the first quarter of the season. That's a winning formula if you're converting at the offensive end. So look at that glass, half full, half empty, whichever way you want to look at it. I think they're okay on on their own end. All right, let's talk about something fun
0: here. Late night hockey from the West Coast. Devante Smith-Pelly joining us on the radio side and will continue to do so throughout this road trip. But he's going to get some TV time with you guys. He's going to be on in the second period on Monumental with you and Craig. I loved what he did in coming in here and being a part of our show. I thought he did a fantastic job, and I'm looking forward now to seeing what he does on the TV side with you guys.
1: Yeah, I think there's a way for him to inject some personality into it, uh, to work well off of Locker. And I, I, the, I think it's always fun at the outset of a of a former player's potential broadcast career to watch how they're going to learn the craft. And Devontae was all ears yesterday listening to... Uh, to us in San Jose about what we thought the best way to approach doing action analysts would be. Uh, I'm glad that he had a first good trip around SAP Center. I think he's going to do equally well with you the rest of the trip on the radio side. And we were, lurking, we're looking forward to breaking him in on the TV side.
0: And you're going to see him a little bit more doing some player interviews. He's going to do that with us. We're going to see it a little with you. We are certainly throwing him into the deep end here and I think it's going to be great. I think the personality that he brings. I mean, look, he's a Stanley Cup champion. He did it with this team. He's beloved by the fans and to be able to bring him back into the fold, it's just been awesome this year. Player
1: week. interviews, eh? You know, that's the one where I think is he far enough removed from the game rather than just being chummy, chummy buddy, buddy with these guys? Let's see how the player interviews turn out. I don't expect hard hitting journalism from Devante right out of the gate, but I do get the sense that he's a a very bright person, that he wants to be involved in this and that he's going to put some work in to do well with it and we only wish him the best. Well, Joe, we
0: appreciate you chatting with us here. We'll see what happens here in Los Angeles. Nice to be back here in the City of Angels too. Thank you. Serve it up. Appreciate the time from Joe, as always, and yes, it is another late one here in California for the folks back east, and the Caps going to try to nail one down here in the Golden State. It's the Capitals and the Los Angeles Kings tonight at 10.30, former Capital and 2018 Stanley Cup champion Devontae Smith-Pelly will once again join me on the call here in L.A., 10.15 airtime on 106.7 a Fan, and always right here on Caps Radio 24-7, heard for free,